0: Welcome to big Boot bets it's the get that money podcast i am nate stevenson and as always i'm joined by mr big boofy skerman and mr tony t-bone guarino unfortunately for the last time for the 2021 nfl season how's everybody doing
1: well uh my wallet's doing good my mood is great but uh like you said i know this is this is the end of football season which that part always sucks so it's time for me uh, to go into hibernation here, like like a bear, I guess.
0: Yeah, I feel you, Boof. You know, it's, it's the end uh, end of NFL season. Is always, you know, it's it's a kind of double edged sword. You know, it's sometimes we're grinding for a good five and a half, six months. It's nice to have a little bit of a break, but at the same time, you know, we we do love doing this. So yeah, it, it definitely sucks. Definitely sucks. How about you, Tone?
2: We are the champions, my friends. (laughs) Oh, what a finish to the season! (laughs) Just legendary, historic. I'm already sent the emails off to you know our 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 competitors out there to ask them if they'd like us to to take over for good. You know, I I won't name names. You know, we want to be friendly. We'll just we'll just refer to them as Schmevin Schmoney and. and, Schmammer, Schmoun. uh so i'm waiting for the feedback there i'm pretty sure that they'll just hand over their shows at this point they they see the glory that is the big boof bets uh, on that note uh boof go ahead and recap the final week
1: well uh locks for the super bowl went one zero and one our winner was the first half under 24 and a half points and we had a push on the first quarter under of 10 points
0: which honestly was looking fantastic boof like we we were we it was we only had 7 points on the board i think there was like 2 minutes left in the in the first quarter and then the
1: they hit the monster to chase
0: yeah they hit the the bengal's hit that long pass to chase and at that point all you need all you need is just one one play with the clock, you know, still running at the end of the play. But, of course, the Bengals throw three straight incomplete passes, which, of course, stop the clock every single time and allow them to get the field goal. But, literally, if, like, if they don't hit the long pass or if they just run the ball or complete the ball one time, the quarter runs out and we're cashing two instead of just pushing on one and winning one. So... You know, not losing is always good, but damn, I feel like we should have swept that.
1: Uh, Yeah, but, you know, the the glass half full approach would say that thankfully Chase was tackled on his catch and the Bengals did not immediately follow it up with a touchdown. So,
0: Indeed, for sure. How this monster playoff was going, you know, I just expect that to hit, you know.
1: Speaking of monster playoffs... Um, our locks went 14-1-1, one one. definitely a podcast best for us, and uh, I challenge any other podcast that our, our listeners may listen to to have an actual better record than that, not some you know fabricated crap that they put out there. These are actual locks that we put out there and on legitimate numbers and everything. We went 14-1-1 one one in the playoffs this year, so super happy and super proud of that. And for the season, uh, we finished 104, 84, and six with a 55.32 percent success rate. So, I believe that concludes. Is this our third year doing this now?
0: I believe so. Yes, sir.
1: So that, that's uh, that's three years of winning betting. So, Mike, I you, you know you may listen to us for whatever, or maybe you don't listen to us, but. Those of you that do, if you have any other friends that are getting into betting, it's very simple. You listen to us, have faith throughout the entire season. We've uh, we've made you money three years in a row, and we will do our best to make sure we continue to do that.
0: That's right, man. That's Yeah, you're right. Three straight years, uh, 55% or higher, and uh, this was actually our quote-unquote worst year, and we're still above the uh, Vegas standard for success, which is actually... or slightly under that. So, um, yeah, we had a quote unquote, you know, bad year by our standards, and we're still at 55%. So that's pretty good.
1: Amen. Um, I think it is uh, worth noting that I won last week's Pizza Box matchup with the Bengals plus four. (laughs) So uh, I finished the year one and
0: oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Boof. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. What are, why don't you tell the people what the uh, what the year long pizza box uh, record was, there, buddy? Or did that conveniently get lost in the fire?
1: <laughs> I prefer to look at um, my pizza box record from let's call it, you know, February 5th or whatever day the Super Bowl was through August this coming August here, and I'm undefeated for about that six month stretch. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you would like to refer back to the season-long record where you went 17 and nine. Uh, I was 10 and 17, and Tony was one and one. And if you're wondering why all those numbers don't match up properly, it's because uh, Tony and I had a pizza box, and then we had an additional pizza box where all three of us were in on one. So all of us kind of have our own unique uh, pizza box record. But uh, anyway, the big one between me and Nate—Nate Nate smoked me, and I already sent him payment for a pizza that he has yet to cash in on. But I did give him his money, and he promised he would take a picture and tweet it out to the people when he finally buys his pie.
0: We we absolutely absolutely, and I, I'll tell you what, Boof. Since you know I'm coming down to visit you here uh, in a little over a week, you know maybe we can maybe I'll I'll, I'll share in my spoils, you know, with the uh the spoils of my victory with you.
1: That'd be very nice of you, man.
0: <laughs> but um that's the recap of the uh records for the season. Um what'd you think of that Super Bowl, man?
1: Uh I thought the Super Bowl was awesome. You know, very entertaining game. Uh I was disappointed that the Bengals lost, but I was happy that they covered. Um it was weird, you know, it's been weird rooting for the Bengals. Uh, being that I'm a Steelers fan, but I I, I definitely am a Joe Burrow fan, and uh, I find myself rooting against Sean McVay because I think he gets too much credit as a so-called uh, genius. Now, obviously, you can't knock him. I mean, you just won the Super Bowl, so how bad can you possibly be? But uh, I don't think he's this this guy that walks on water like people want to you know seem to talk about him that way. Um, as far as the podcast goes, the podcast did great. And we had a bunch of winners last week that were shared beyond just uh, just the locks. So if you find yourself wanting to play some bets on on some additional things, we shared a lot of winners with you. I'm going to go over those. Um, I had Cooper Cup under 105 and a half yards receiving. We had Samaje Piran under five and a half yards rushing. Matthew Stafford over five and a half yards rushing.
0: Piran actually got two carries and still went under, which was great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he actually, you could have taken under half a yard because he got stuffed for zero on both. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, We had Cam Akers under 64 and a half yards rushing. Uh, The Rams went over three and a half sacks. Uh, We had the total over five and a half sacks for both teams. Coin toss to defer. As far as the team that won the coin toss, that was probably... We would have included that as a lock. It was just there was way too much juice to be able to truly call something that. But that was free money, as Nate said. Uh, Rams with the first time out. Uh, Huber, the Bengals punter, did in fact go over 52.5 yards uh, for his longest punt. It was 54. Evan McPherson went over 1.5 field goals. Uh, we gave you Cooper Cup as the MVP. OBJ with the first touchdown. And depending on the wording of where you placed your bet, the National Anthem under 104 seconds. So I know we gave you a lot of stuff last week, and you might be sitting around thinking, boy, who the hell cares about all this stuff? But all of it is stuff that you can bet on, and we gave you a lot of winners in all of those categories, so
2: you're welcome. That's right. I like winners. And who doesn't? But uh, how about you, Nate? What was your uh, thoughts there? Super Bowl stuff.
0: I was on the other side, obviously. I, uh, I thought the Rams would win. I thought, I, I wasn't, you know, I was like slam dunk blowout, but um, I thought with their with their pass rush, you know, that they would dominate and the uh, the Rams would um, have a nice lead by halftime and you know, cruise to victory. Um, maybe the Bengals make a run in the second half. You know, but uh, actually, you know, it never really got it never, you know, it was actually a pretty good game. It never really got out of hand, but uh, definitely spot on with obviously with the uh, defensive line dominance for the Rams. Um, I mean, they cleared both their team and the uh, combined total uh, themselves. So um, you're you're definitely right about that. They just absolutely played. And the uh, honestly, I would have loved to seen what would have happened if OBJ didn't get hurt because it did seem like that Ram's offense was cruising and then once he got injured, then it was like, oh man, this is, this is gonna be a game now because I, I really it really seemed like the their momentum offensively um, changed once OBJ went down. So I definitely I think is what something that contributed to it making it a game. But, um, I know one of the things that I gave out as well, it was, uh, you know, if you're betting the game that you actually wanted to go Rams halftime, full-time, um, instead of the spread, because with the way the Rams have been playing and the Bengals have been playing, you know, the Bengals have normally been down at the half and made a charge in the second half, at least, you know, that's, they've, they've done that a couple times in the playoffs. And honestly, if you would have bet it that way and if you wanted the Rams instead of laying the points, then obviously you're cashing that bet. And not only are you cashing that bet, you're cashing that bet for uh, even money if you got it at the right time. So, cause obviously the Rams were winning at the half and obviously won the game. So um, that was definitely a, a way to bet it. Uh, if you didn't want to lay four or four and a half, depending on what book you were dealing. But um, yeah, all in all good game. Uh, I agree. Like, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be scary for years to come as, as long as uh, he gets the right supporting cast. And, I mean, if the Bengals beef up their offensive line, I mean, that team's going to be scary. And, honestly, I just think the, the two things that, that could hold that team back is if they don't improve the offensive line and if Zach Taylor's too conservative. Because I, I do think that they actually run the ball – a little bit too much and too predictably like they they would just run 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 and so often on early down situations and they'd, they'd be they'd put burrow you know in um behind the eight ball and it's makes it even tougher when he has that horrible offensive line so um that's too if, if they were if they improve on those couple things man i tell you what i think the bengals can be around for a very long time and uh which is a scary thing as a Steelers fan with them being in our division. As far as the as far as the Rams, I mean, stat. Hey, good on good good on Stafford and Aaron Donald. You know, obviously Aaron Donald being a local guy, uh, us being both from Pittsburgh and him from Penn Hills, which is just outside of Pittsburgh. So happy for him. Happy for Matt Stafford after getting out of Detroit and literally, you know, I saw some. There was some funny memes floating around the internet, but like one of them was. You know, Matt Stafford finally gets out of Detroit and then he makes Brady retire and or sends Brady off into retirement and wins the Super Bowl. So um I thought that uh was pretty funny. But yeah, happy, definitely happy for some of those guys. And give for the Rams, man. Hey, if you're gonna go all in like they did, sign a bunch of guys, you know, spend a lot of money, trade a bunch of draft picks, you gotta make them pay off. And they definitely did.
2: Fire Taylor. Anyways, uh yeah I got no thoughts. The Super Bowl was cool. Great game, fun to watch. uh obviously was easy on the bank account. Love that. uh but that's just what happens when you follow Big booth bets and you listen to us, believe in our bets, and put them all in. You're just gonna make money like we've already established. So yeah, let's uh let's try something different here. Let's now that we've wrapped up you know the season of the Super Bowl and everything. Uh, let's take a look back, reflect on the whole season, and uh, maybe maybe give uh, kind of your worst moment, you know, your tale of woe, if you will, and then um, maybe give us uh, one of your favorites, one of your more positive moments from the year.
1: Uh, my biggest tale of woe was from week ten. We had the Ravens playing the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night. This was the Dolphins are going to bring the house and play cover zero every play, and the Ravens didn't have an answer game. We also had the Ravens teased with five five other teams, uh, all of which obviously ended up losing since the Ravens lost the game. And it was just a good way to start the week off 0-5 <laughs> before Sunday even happened. So that was probably my biggest tale of woe. Uh, my, my most exciting moment of the year was uh, it actually ended up not hitting. But I know we had like a 14 leg parlay that was alive going into four o'clock. And uh, it was the week the Bengals were playing the 49ers. And I remember just staring at the cash out, and it was okay, but it was like it was it was gonna be a monster win if we won it. And you know, we make it until like halftime. We're still alive. Ultimately ended up losing the game. And uh, oh well. But I, I know I was super excited. Was possibly going to hit a monster parlay going into the, the late hours of the four o'clock games uh, in that one. So those are probably my, lowest, my biggest low and my biggest high of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm with you because, you know, I remember telling you, it's like, boof. The new Tony. I was like, the big guy is still alive going yeah. into four o'clock <laughs> and it was like $20 to win like 92,000. And, um, whew, yeah, that'd have been, that'd have been very nice divided up between. The three the day of day. Oh my God. And so, yeah, I mean, I'll go, honestly, I'll go straight from that. Speaking of days of days, I think you already know where I'm going to go with my tale of woe. And that's the fact that the Buffalo Bills can't defend 13 seconds against the Chiefs because if they do, I'm winning 35 Gs. And if they somehow manage to win it in overtime, or at the very least just not lose by more than three points, actually four and a half to be specific, but obviously it's tie going in overtime. so. Can't lose by more than three points. Um, I'm winning over 50 G's, so that would have been, um, yeah, that would have absolutely made made the year. Uh, so that was that was that's still a tough. that honestly, Booth, I, it's still a tough one to swallow every time I like. Obviously, they still bring up the bills every so often, and of course, me, it's like well, i have it's like, oh my God, yes! Don't remind me. Um, <laughs> I know, man. I know you still you still bitch about it to me. <laughs> I do because, like, every the worst part about it is when people talk about it. They're like, my God, the Bills handled this so stupid. All you had to do was defend for thirteen seconds. How could they not do this? They did this wrong, and they did this wrong. And it's like, I know. <laughs> I, so that, yeah, that would still chaps because that's a nice, that is a nice chunk of change. And um, I would say the biggest high for me was I uh, I had a really, really nice week as a result of Justin Tucker's 66-yard field goal.
1: I remember um, that one. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were in your basement and uh, me and Tony were – hugging one another. As I think it would say on the podcast the next week is I don't know if I've ever hugged a grown man, not so hard. <laughs>
1: yep, I remember That That was definitely a good one.
0: Yeah. That was, uh, I was a, some nice things cast that week for sure.
1: I guess I will also include uh, just in general, our, our enormous heater here for the playoffs finishing 14, one and one. I definitely cannot leave that out for, for the highs of the year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, going through the playoffs when, you know, as we hear, and, and, and there's definitely truth to it, you know, the lines being sharper because there's less games, there's more attention, all that stuff. So it's definitely true. But um, yeah, uh, we, uh, we crushed it, man. Uh, hopefully uh, we can continue this run into to next year and, uh, you know, let's have a, have a record setting year next year.
2: No doubt. All right. Well, speaking of next year, uh, you guys got any thoughts there? I mean, I know it's, it's February. It's pretty early, but I don't know. Anything pique your interest, anything on the future you can look at? Uh, just uh, why don't you go ahead and share your thoughts on the look ahead.
1: Um, definitely some storylines you'll want to you'll follow. is all the quarterback stuff going out there with Rodgers, um, Murray. I mean, even Brady might come back after his early retirement. Uh, I know Marquise Brown already said he is retiring for the Ravens. And we live in an era where these guys make so much money that they can't retire early. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's not the only one that decides to go that route this off season.
0: Who's retiring for the Ravens? Marquise Brown. Like Hollywood Brown?
1: Yeah. He's going to play video games. Wow. I I didn't how did much. Switch or Twitter following or whatever. And he's wow. just going to play video wow. games instead of play football.
0: Wow. That's a, I, I don't know I missed that one. Wow. I guess uh... – Oh, there's just something in the water with that family. Jeez.
1: <laughs> Not that that's like a huge loss or anything. I'm just pointing out that you, you see it more often where guys retire early nowadays. And I think mean, yeah. a big part of it is yeah. just they make so much money already. They don't need to keep playing. And you know how it is playing football, man. I mean, it's a grind. You practice hard. You only get 17 games. And, I mean, it is. It's a lot of work. So I, I can totally understand why guys decide to go that route.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean honestly, it's something that honestly in a lot of ways makes a lot of sense. They were saying about that too, even with Sean McVay, about how, you know, there was rumor that he might even consider retiring because it's like, all right, he got a Super Bowl, he he's already made a lot of money and but the way his uh, personality is that he could go into into you know broadcasting and live a lot more comfortable of a life, you know, with not have to deal with the grinds of the NFL and still make an insane amount of money. Yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah. Free agency is always crazy. Um, the draft is always crazy. The teams seem a lot more willing to make trades nowadays. So uh, definitely a lot of stuff you want to pay attention to throughout the uh, entire offseason. And, you know, that'll get us ready for next year to play some more winning bets.
0: Yep. Amen. Amen. I'm definitely, I'm definitely curious to see, you know, what goes on with uh, a rod, Aaron Rodgers, where he goes, if he even goes anywhere. And that's the funny part. Like there's all this, you know, there's all the, always a bunch of hoopla in the off season and lots of it ends up a lot of, lots of times it ends up just being, you know, nothing. So it'll be curious to see if actually people like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson actually go anywhere. Um, if, Deshaun Watson can get his stuff cleared up. Um, if he can actually do that, then I think you'll see him go. I actually do think you will see him go somewhere. I just think a lot of teams are waiting to see what goes on with that. And uh, obviously there's, you know, several free agent quarterbacks, like you said. So quarterback is so key in terms of just because there's, let's be real. I mean, there's several teams out there. I mean, they're a quarterback away and I would include the Steelers in that. I mean, you know, they, they make a couple tweaks to their roster and, and get the right quarterback in there. I mean, if you can trade for one of those big names or sign a good free agent, then, I mean, that yeah, I can, I can completely turn you around into a division and Super Bowl contender again.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Well, then, speaking of Super Bowl, I mean, either you you got any predictions on uh, what we could see in Super Bowl 50, whatever the hell we're on now?
1: Uh, I personally will not be making any bets until I see some free agent and draft news and things of that nature. Um, Football is just one of those things that uh, it, it is very unpredictable until you get closer to the year, in my opinion. So for me, I don't have any winners that I'm going to share with you. So sorry.
0: Yeah, that's something I would, I, I agree with you, Booth. Uh, just until after, you know, the free agency starts in the draft, um, I generally won't touch futures until after that. I, I will say though, that between the two teams, well, first of all, if you, if you go back to our, our NFC, uh, preview, I actually did give out the Rams as the, uh, NFC, uh, representative as a dark course, uh, future there. So, um, that is documented. So I am, uh, I'm actually three out of four. This uh, was made Bowl. in
1: August, baby. That wasn't made in February.
0: Indeed, 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 indeed. I'm just saying, like when we when we gave out our thing, I like, did actually give out the Rams so. in
1: February. Matt Stafford was not with the Rams
0: last year. Absolutely, absolutely. So stuff like that, you're going to want to know about. Absolutely. So that's what I see. We can't give out anything official now, but I will say, if you had me, if you made me pick right this second between the Bengals and the Rams, who's more likely to go back to the Super Bowl? I would say it's the Rams. Because the NFC is a lot easier path than uh, than the AFC, and on top of that, you could have Aaron Rodgers leaving the NFC. You could have Russell Wilson leaving the NFC, and obviously on the AFC, you got not only you got the Bengals, who were a surprise dark horse, uh, uh, can't you know appear runner into the runner up this year, making the Super Bowl, but obviously you got the Bills, you got the Chiefs, um, you got some other teams. The Steelers are always a threat. So if you maybe pick right now. Who has the better chance to make it back? I'd say the Rams, but uh, you definitely have to have stuff break right. Yeah, amen.
2: All right, well, I think we kind of ran the tread off the tires on this wrap-up here. So, Boof, for the final time of the 2021 NFL season, why don't you take us on out?
1: Well, yeah, great season again, guys. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms at Big Booth Bets. Uh, we will tweet out some stuff for other sports whenever we like them, whether it's soccer or baseball, or you name it. So uh, always make sure you keep those notifications on so that you uh, don't miss out on any winners. And as always, best of luck to everybody, and let's get that money.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's get that money. See y'all next. I'm sorry, y'all. See yin's next August.